In the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. In the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Since Lent starts in just a few days, these readings for the eighth Sunday of the year very properly focus our attention. If you love and serve God and have given him your whole heart, your mind, and your soul, then your name is probably Brother Henry, and you're about to be ordained a deacon. Uh, We'll see him a deacon in, in a few weeks, so pray for him. Everyone else, you're on the hook. There is a way in which the Lord and Master, creator of the universe, Savior and sanctifier, is not everything he ought to be in our lives. Think for a few moments about the ways in which that is the case and what we need to do now. What's the next step to remedy that? For some of us, there is actually something else that we worship. We pay lip service to God. We worship something or someone else. It's not necessarily terribly dramatic. It could be someone in a totally inappropriate relationship. Or it could be yourself in your self-serving career and endeavors. Not very dramatic. Not extraordinarily out of the ordinary. If in the past five seconds it's, occur- it's occurred to you, yeah, that could be me. Now is the time to actually do something about it. Every time you recognize the evil and do nothing about it, it sinks into your soul more deeply. It becomes more permanent. As soon as you recognize it, you need to do something about it. There are only a few opportunities when God gives us the grace and the insight to, to recognize something before it gets covered up by other ordinary things. We do not have unlimited opportunities to recognize that evil. For some of us, it's not, I'm going to turn to you guys for the less bad option this time. For for some of us, though, it's not that we worship something or someone else but it's rather our comfort, our, our sustenance. It doesn't come from God. It's not that we worship God and mammon or mammon and not God at all. But it's, it's rather, as we heard in the responsorial psalm, when we rest, we're not, we're not resting in God. When I, when I find my comfort, when I find my encouragement... Does it come from God? If not, where does it come from? Again, it doesn't have to be terribly complicated. For most of us, it's pretty ordinary. It's food, drink, it's television, it's your phone, it's your your favorite social media app. 
that's where, 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 where's our default? And shouldn't it really be God instead? Now is a great opportunity to, to readjust our life, remove those little things that may in and of themselves not be bad, but they interfere with resting in God. You might recognize them because it's what you would rather do than pray. You might face them when you actually close your eyes and try to pray, but you end up thinking about that instead. And so I encourage you this Lent to to address the major topic. It's, It's probably not chocolate. And come up with a reasonable plan to remedy that problem. A great prayer that many of you know because you've been given it as a penance in my confessional for the last year or longer is the Anima Christi. One particular feature of that prayer which is worth our consideration now is has to do with the purpose of all of this. What's the purpose? Well, in one sense, yes, the purpose is so that you go to heaven instead of to hell. But it's more than just being free of that burden, of that anxiety, of not being in the state of grace and knowing it. And it's not even for the sake of a consolation of knowing that God is a a very important part of your life, or that God is the most important part of your life. You can talk to Brother Henry about what that's like. Rather, God has a purpose for you. And that thing or that person you worship instead, or those things that you go to for comfort, impede God being able to give you the grace to be able to accomplish a great and supernatural purpose. This isn't just for the sake of feeling better or being a little closer to God come Easter. It's for the sake of something beyond your imagining happening through you because you allow God to be active in you. You have removed the obstacles from his grace. This is not just so that you feel like you're a better Catholic. And the Anima Christi helps us because what's the goal? To be able to praise God with his saints for all eternity. So if the prayer is familiar, you can mumble it along with me, but repeat it with everyone else who's going to be praying it now, repeating after me. Soul of Christ, sanctify me. Body of Christ, save me. Blood of Christ, inebriate me. Water from the side of Christ, wash me. 
passion of Christ. Strengthen me. O good Jesus, hear me. Within thy wounds, hide me. From the malicious enemy, defend me. In the hour of my death, call me and bid me come unto thee that with thy saints I may praise thee forever. Amen. In the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit.